Hello and welcome to another edition of the Prepaid Podcast. I'm your host and editor of prepaidreviews.com, Joe Polakowski. What we got in December wasn't any groundbreaking news. We didn't see any uh, enormous new plans added by carriers. Uh, We didn't see any new, you know, any carriers expand their coverage area. What we saw were small incremental bits that I think are going to add up a bit uh, in the coming year. And to lead this off, we're going to start with a story from Louisiana. Now, when you're a prepaid user, the the process is very simple. You buy top-up cards or you restore your account every month, depending on what kind of account you have. And you just use those minutes, you know, you add money to your account, and that goes towards your minutes or your text messages or what have you. What doesn't get taken out is a 911 tax, and that's assessed to postpaid wireless subscribers. And the big complaint we've been hearing is that it's not fair because prepaid users use 911 services and have them available, but they don't pay into it. And uh, what Louisiana has done is they have passed a law that requires retailers who sell prepaid wireless to assess a tax uh, when you purchase a prepaid wireless top-up card. I'm not sure exactly how this is going to work if you say top-up, you know, from the carrier's website or if you have an automatic billing uh, payment. But if you buy a card at, at at a retail store starting on January 1st, it's going to... they're going to charge you an additional fee uh, at the point of sale. And what that's going to do is that's going to be distributed exactly the same way as regular 911 fees from landline and from cellular users. Now, this has become a bigger issue lately because, as we've seen throughout the past, you know, four, five, six years, the number of landlines in use has been increasing, you know, has been dwindling at an increasing rate. As in every year, we're seeing more and more people ditch the landline. You know, than had the year before, uh, so that's that's lost revenue for nine one one there because if people are moving from you know if they're moving from landline to to, uh, to cellular to postpaid cellular, it's not as big an issue. But if they're moving from landline to prepaid cellular, then it becomes an issue. And uh, the Louisiana government estimates that this will bring in an additional three point nine million uh, in nine one one revenue per year. So. I think it's a fair, I mean, no one likes taxes, and no one wants to pay more than they're currently paying, it's just, we don't. But there are some things that are fair, and if postpaid wireless has to pay into this fee, in this fund because they use it, well, prepaid should too. What I'd like to see, though, uh, before other other districts and other states adopt this, uh, this scheme, is to figure out how to do it fairly, so that some people who are doing automatic top-ups, uh, you know, if they're not because they're not at a retail point of sale, they're not assessed the fee. So, or at least that's the way, uh, that's the way I've seen it drawn up. And I'd like to see some kind of universal uh, implementation of the 911 fee so we can continue to have 911 services. And, you know, since everyone uses it or everyone can potentially use it, uh, everyone pays into it. Uh, that's the only fair way to do it in my mind. And uh, we have to work towards finding um, an equi- equitable way to collect those funds from all cellular users. <clears throat> uh, next up is Virgin Mobile. Uh, they, we've talked about SafeLink in the past. Uh, that's TrackPhone's usage of uh, the Universal Service Fund to provide wireless services to underprivileged people and uh, individuals and families. And what it does is provide you with a free phone and a you know certain number of minutes per month for a, for a year. And 
the point of this, and uh, there was a study done, uh, there was a study released right before TrackPhone really started with big with the SafeLink program uh, that showed that people, their earning power increased when they had access to cellular technology. And part of the, you know, part of the reason is because being accessible is an enormous factor in today's society. Uh, so people with cell phones have an advantage because they can you know, always be contacted. People without cell phones are at a relative disadvantage, uh, and even though they're qualified for a position, might not get it because of communications issues. Um, but now, for, you know, <clears throat> TrackPhone launched the SafeLink program, uh, and that provides free service and a free phone to qualifying individuals and families. Uh, Virgin Mobile has started a similar plan called Assurance Wireless. Um, I'm not, this is just in New York right now. This is just in the state of New York. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's a program that will expand. They will see success and expand. Um, the program includes 200 free minutes per month, uh, which is about one and a half times, well, sorry, uh, two and a half times what TrackPhone offers. You know, 80, they're 80 minutes per month. And uh, a free Kyocera Jax handset. Um, you know, it covers all the basic standard uh, Virgin Mobile stuff, long distance, voicemail, call waiting, caller ID, uh, and then minutes on top of that are 20 cents each, and you can text message for 15 cents each. This I'm not exactly in agreement with. Uh, you know, there are some circumstances where you're going to need more than 200 minutes a month, but these phones are almost like, a, I don't know, think of a good analogy for this. Uh, it's more like a booster program. It's supposed to help you bring yourself up so you don't need the program anymore. Um, and therefore, should probably only be using the phone for, you know, opportunities that help you increase your income so you can uh, pay for your phone like the rest of us. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Um, I, I support programs that help people help themselves. And I think this is, judging by the study and, uh, and by the results of the program, you know, if you can bring yourself up, if you can increase your chances of getting a job, uh, of getting a better job even, uh, by using, by taking advantage of public programs like the Assurance Wireless, uh, then that's all the better. Uh, but the ultimate goal at the end is to be paying for your own cellular service like the rest of the country, and uh, I don't, I'm not sure that allowing people who have already 200 free minutes per month uh, to purchase additional minutes is a fair factor in this. I guess we're going with the theme of fairness in this edition of the podcast. Um, so we're going to wait to see some results and, uh, you know, see how see how the program works for New York. Uh, it's estimated that about a million households are going to be eligible for this. Uh, so we should get a decent sampling if, if many of them take advantage of it. So we'll check back in on this and see how uh, both SafeLink and Assurance Wireless are helping people's earning powers uh, in reality rather than uh, the studies which were you know, working in theory. Some news from Metro PCS. Uh, they added a ton of phones this month. They added, you know, five or six phones uh, to the lineup over the course of this month. Uh, many of them, you know, low tier, geared towards their target audience. But the biggest story for them this month was that they're being sued in New York. Uh, this is over a uh, bait and switch deceptive practices. Uh, being switched to septic practices is what the, the suit accuses them. Uh, it's about talking with their unlimited international calling program. Uh, the deal, if you'll remember it, it offers uh, unlimited international calling to certain destinations for just $5 extra per month. But 
the problem with the offer is that it doesn't the, the advertisements for the service don't really uh, spell out the limitations of it. So a lot of people who are buying the, buying the service, you know, purchasing the add-on to their plan, uh, are trying to call these international destinations and they're not able to. Uh, and what a big part of the lawsuit is that you know people aren't able to call Israel and the United Kingdom, which you know United Kingdom more than Israel uh, are common international calling destinations from the U.S. So, uh, this, uh, I'm, this, the lawsuit I don't think has progressed. Uh, we learned about it on December 14th, and I don't think it has progressed much since there. But it'll be interesting to see how the court rules as far as, uh, you know, Metro's advertising. I do see it on the subway all the time, uh, the $5 international calling program. And it doesn't seem to have any limitations. Uh, I'm, I'm aware of the limitations because, you know, we were covering the program when it was first launched. Uh, back in June. And strangely enough, or coincidentally enough, I should say, uh, Boost Mobile, representative from Boost Mobile, actually questioned the Metro PCS plan at the time. Uh, this is Justin Brennan. He is the business director uh, for Boost Mobile. And he says, quote, We really have seen some seemingly impossible offers like this come from Metro PCS before, and what happens is they disappear very quickly, which makes which make it seem that it's too good to be true. And Judging by the lawsuit that was filed, perhaps it was too good to be true, at least as advertised. Um, you know, I'm sure Boost, it, it, I'm sure Metro, if the allegations are true and the major destinations are not covered uh, by the $5 unlimited plan, that, uh, you know, it's not too good to be true in that Metro can cover their costs but with the $5 a month, uh, but it's too good to be true in the terms of you can call any major destination for $5 a month because that that appears to not be true. <clears throat> Speaking of Boost Mobile, uh, they expanded their own international calling program this month. Uh, earlier this year, they added a $10 add-on to their unlimited plan, and that provided unlimited worldwide texts every month. <clears throat> so, you know, that seemed like a decent program. Uh, you know, maybe a little expensive compared to the $50 uh, that, <clears throat> that they're charging for unlimited service. But for people who have family overseas, it might be well worth the cost. And now that cost, uh, well, the cost is the same. It's still $10, but they've added more features uh, to the $10 plan. Uh, so now you can get unlimited calling to select cities in Mexico. Uh, for the $10 a month, you'll get unlimited calls to Mexico City, Guadalajara, and Monterey. Uh, but this it's only for landlines, though. So you can't call anybody's cell phone down there. Uh, that that's pretty limiting, of course. Um, but again, these are just add-ons to the same price point. Uh, so we're not we're not talking about an in, in increase. We're not talking about a fifteen dollar thing or anything to get this. It's still ten dollars. Um, the good news is that the ten dollars also now covers unlimited calls to Canada, and that includes cell phones. Um, so that's big, especially uh, you know if you have family friends in Canada uh, and can now call them. You know, you can up your fee to $60 a month and, and have unlimited to Canada, which is excellent. Um, and it also added, you know, unlimited walkie-talkie to a few destinations, uh, including Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, Peru, and Chile. So we see, you know, one company, their international plan kind of not living up to its hype, uh, and then the company that criticized it for just that uh, is, is expanding their own international program. 
and I would expect, given, given the comments from Boost Mobile, um, you know, from the representative, that Boost will live up to its advertisements. Um, you know, from what I saw, again, that the the calling to Mexico only covers landlines, and uh, I think Boost would do very well to make that explicit in any advertisement, lest they fall into the same uh, trap that Metro PCS has. And we'll wrap up this month's edition of the Prepaid Podcast on a sad note. It was just over a year ago, it was last August, that Net10 offered an unlimited plan. Now, unlimited plans weren't huge at this point. Uh, Boost was still a few months away from offering theirs. Uh, there was still Leap and Metro PCS, but they were regional. And, uh, you know, uh, I think Virgin Mobile had just introduced a, a $79.99 unlimited calling plan. Uh, that was a counter to the big carriers who offered $100 unlimited plans with few other features. Um, so, in August, we get Net10 making a very under-the-radar, very under-the-radar announcement um, that unlimited calling, unlimited text, uh, data browsing, and 411 calls, seventy nine ninety eight a month. And at the time, that was a deal. I mean, that was a great deal at the time. Uh, it was available only in GSM markets. Uh, so if you were, you know, you're covered by Net10 uh, in a CDMA market, you couldn't take advantage. But uh, it was the first step, I think, uh, in the direction of prepaid unlimited plans. Um, it undercut Virgin by offering more services, um, and it undercut the postpaid carriers with services and price. So we saw Net10, and, and they never really advertised it throughout the whole throughout the whole program. Uh, they didn't make a big stink about it. It was just a little part of their website that you could visit. Um, if you entered a GSM market zip code. But apparently in December, Net10 cut it short. Uh, and remember that Net10 is a subsidiary of TrackPhone, and so is Straight Talk. And Straight Talk earlier this year uh, started offering unlimited calls, unlimited texts, unlimited data, oh, well, now unlimited data, and unlimited 411 calls for $45 a month. And what I presume happened, I can't prove this, and this is just speculation on my part, the Verizon gave uh, TrackPhone America Marvel, their parent company, uh, gave them a much better deal than AT&T would give them. And uh, eventually, Net10 just said, it's not worth it. We're not selling any of these. It's time to just focus uh, the unlimited on straight talk and let Net10 focus on the $0.10 cents a minute, $0.05 cent texts. Uh, makes sense to me. It's just sad to see it go, um, not because it was particularly useful anymore, but because it was... It, it, it seemed like the start of something big. Uh, let's wrap it up for this month's edition of the Prepaid Podcast. Join us again next month. We'll talk about the latest in the prepaid wireless world. Until then, take care.